I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. never any real question marks it starts with Pat Noonan tonight was all about FC Cincinnati the squad delivers for Pat Noonan falls Kylie offloads for Luciano Costa incredible what Acosta has done under the guidance of Pat Noonan is there any stopping Cincinnati FC Cincinnati extends their lead atop the table they're atop the east they're atop all of MLS Well, FC Cincinnati are absolutely cooking in 2023, currently sitting on top of the Eastern Conference standings as well as the Supporters' Shield race. And right now, we are absolutely thrilled to bring in the man in charge, Pat Noonan. Pat, welcome to Morning Footy. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's chat about this incredible season that you guys are having so far. You know, last year, you guys made the playoffs for the first time in club history since entering MLS in, in 2019. And you got kind of a taste of what was to come. Did you anticipate the type of season that you're having in 2023 at the end of last season? I think I'd be lying if I said uh, I did, you know, at, at the end of 22, um, <clears throat> having, you know, made it to the playoffs and won a playoff game. Our goal this year uh, was to improve on, you know, how we concluded 22. And, you know, we're halfway through, a little over halfway through, and, and certainly have positioned ourselves uh, ourselves to achieve, you know, some of those goals. We have a long way to go, but, you know, I'm more than pleased uh, in terms of uh, the performances and the consistency of our group so far. Pat, you guys have had an incredible season, but you're coming off of a hiccup, you usually don't concede that much and you normally you don't get shut out ever. So what went wrong against DC? Yeah, uh, quite a lot. Um, I think, you know, we, we lost the game in, in a couple moments. Um, you know, DC were the better team. You know, we have to start by giving them credit because um, they're, they're a much improved side and uh, can cause a lot of problems. So. You know, it started with just a, you know, a little mistake where we don't control the ball. And then, you know, that leads to having to defend the box um, in a way where it's a little bit of emergency defending. And we didn't uh, handle that moment well. Concede on a set piece, a couple missed responsibilities, and then you're chasing the game. And, and right before half, you know, we, we lose a, a, an aerial duel and, and, you know, we're not in a good cover position. And, you know, we can do a better job of making the save. And, and so you're going down 3-0 before half. And, um, and, and it's an uphill climb from there. And we just, um, we didn't have it in us to find a goal to, to kind of change the momentum of the game in that second half. But hopefully we got all the bad out of us at one time. 
Well, Pat, you're without uh, two of your, your regular starters in Matt Miazga and um, Brandon Vasquez. How, how much have you, have you missed those guys? And do you think uh, you know, that was contributing to the performance last weekend? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. You know, obviously we had just come off of, you know, our game against Toronto where you saw the exact opposite. We were able to, to keep a clean sheet, um, found three goals ourselves. So you can't make excuses. You're going to be missing guys throughout the course of the year. If you looked at the D.C. game, it's easy to point to the fact that, you know, you didn't have Matt's leadership along the back line and um, <clears throat> you didn't have Brandon's um, goal scoring threat uh, on the front line. But you know, this group has found ways to win without key pieces uh, over the course of this season already. So uh, we know they're going to be gone. We've got to figure out ways to, to continue to put out a strong 11 and, and figure out ways to, you know, defensively be strong and, and put our, you know, attackers in positions to score goals. So uh, we know it's uh, going to be a tough test uh, against New England tomorrow. Pat, speaking of New England, you're going up against someone you know very well from a playing standpoint and a coaching standpoint. For you and your team, what's it like going up against Bruce Arena? You guys have been very good at home, and you have to applaud that. What does this matchup look like for you facing Bruce in New England? Yeah, this is. we know it's a, a tough game for us. Um, they're, in, they're in good form right now, and you know, for me, they have one of the best um, attacking players in the league in, in Carlos Heel. So big part of our game is how, how can we limit his touches? How do we deal with, um, you know, his ability to find the game? And, uh, you know, even when you kind of, you know, scout certain things and you, you prepare your guys for a, a talented player, you know, the, the best players find ways to impact the game. And so, um, you know, he'll, he'll be a big part of, uh, you know, how we try to, um, you know, approach our game plan and then they're very good in terms of getting the ball you know into wide areas you know creating numbers advantages <clears throat> excuse me and then getting numbers in the box um you know i think one of the top teams as far as you know their wide service you know how they get numbers forward so we need to do a good job of limiting you know those um services into the box you know our back line roman and goal we're gonna have to be very you know um alert in terms of how we pick up numbers uh, how we pick up runners so we can prevent them from getting, um, you know, free headers, free uh, opportunities, you know, from those wide services. Pat, I wanted to ask you, um, you guys are clearly on a very successful start to the season, but let's just imagine, play along here, if <laughs> prime Pat Noonan played for Cincinnati, how many goals would he get in a season? <laughs> I'm not sure Prime Pat Noonan would be on the field, but um, <laughs> you know, if if I have uh, the ability to to run off the ball with somebody like Lucho, I'd like to think I could find a goal or two in there. <laughs> I think you're downplaying yourself, yeah. man. I think you've got a couple more. Yep. Come on, Pat. Pat, I actually I have a question. Obviously, you speak very highly of Bruce, and you've also worked uh, alongside Curtin. Who do you enjoy beating more? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> you know what? I we haven't beaten New England, so mm. you've beaten I think them I would once. Get some joy out Didn't of. Didn't they beat them once? Yeah, he, he, was was the he wasn't the manager. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so, sorry, just put. Was, was I accurate there? We have I don't think. No, our, you have it. It's true. Predates you. You were yeah, still so, at Union. You've yeah. got a few draws I in guess there. If I have to answer the question, it'd be nice to finally, uh, you know, have our team uh, beat New England with with Bruce on the other sideline. But um, the reality is, I just don't look at it like that. Um, I have so much respect for both managers, and I. You know, I know this is the answer you won't want to hear, but it's, it's just fun seeing our teams go and compete against them because, you know, for myself and Jim and Bruce, there's a history there in, in working course. together. But I don't think any of the of the coaches are going to talk about, you know, the the one on one, the you know, the manager versus manager. But having not beaten Bruce, you know, that that would probably be, uh, you know, the next, uh, you know, uh, priority as far as. Uh, you know, who I get more joy out of uh, winning. You gotta, I, you gotta be hope, able to beat <laughs> both of them. I hope you managed to pull this one home, but for what it's worth, I think that right now, given the season that you're having, especially splitting duality with US Open Cup, which you still have in semifinals going into the summer, I think you're a shoe in for MLS Coach of the Year. So I can't wait to celebrate that for you. Well, I appreciate that. I, I can tell you I'm not thinking about that either. <laughs> uh, we have too much of this season to be thinking about anything from an individual standpoint, whether it's myself or our, our players. But um, our goals are, are team oriented and hopefully there's, um, you know, some some of uh, those trophies uh, that we could be talking about down the road. Pat, when you are leading the way in Major League Soccer, you're going to get attention and three players that have gotten a lot of attention and have earned every bit of it. Matt Miazga, Luciano, Luciano Acosta and Alvaro Barreal selected to the MLS All-Star team. As a manager of those three players, what's it like for you to watch them earn those selections? Yeah, I always, I always get uh, you know, a great deal of pride anytime our players are recognized you know, for, for their performances with our team. And whether it's an All-Star selection or a, a national team call-up, it just shows that you know, these players are producing for FCC. And so to have the, the most players selected for the All-Star game just speaks to the, to the group and the success we're having. And so, uh, you know, I always say it, those opportunities and those accolades only come and you're only gonna get recognized if, uh, if the team is, is succeeding. And, uh, you know, those, those three players, um, you know, deserve those, you know, selections. And, you know, we're just excited to go see them, you know, represent our club um, at that All-Star game. Well, Pat, before we let you go, I have a very, very important question, some real hard-hitting stuff. <laughs> I have to know, what is your stance on Skyline Chili? Ooh. Yay or nay? <laughs> oh, no. I haven't actually been to, to an establishment. I think the only time that I experienced Skyline was at a Bengals game, So, and that was a Coney dog. It, uh, <laughs> It did the job at the time, hey. but uh, yeah, I don't think Cincy, uh, Cincy fans are going to enjoy hearing that. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually, I respect that yeah. so much. It's not my jam. Like, I don't even know what it looks like. It's oh, not like, pretty. We have to have it. You have to try it. We'll, it's we'll, we'll, we'll come to Cincy. Any more comments here. <laughs> Pat, we'll, uh, we'll all make a trip down to Cincinnati to watch one of your matches, and uh, we'll, we'll take a trip to Skyline Chili. We'll all, we'll all try it together. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> well, Pat Noonan, hey, best of luck this weekend. Um, really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Good luck. All right. Thanks for having me. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back. Well, it's opening weekend of Liga MX. Here are the fixtures that we have to look forward to. Club America taking on Juarez. Mazatlan versus Pachuca. Tijuana versus Pumas. Uh, San Luis versus Monterrey. Tigres, Puebla, and Atlas Cruz Azul. We've got another page of matches to go through. Oh, wow. The whole schedule. What? <laughs> no, it's literally. Ooh. Wow. These it all wraps up names. on Monday. Lejon taking on Chivas. Chivas. So as I mentioned before, it seems like uh, the Liga <laughs> MX season just ended. And it did. But um, it's it's an interesting, they have an interesting setup. So to, to kind of help us uh, break it down, we're bringing in our good friend, Felipe Cardenas. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, OK, OK. This was a choice that you made today to put on the, the sunglasses. How are are he's, you hungover? He's hungover. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the reality of the situation. What's happening? Here's the reality. You guys have been saying, oh, Felipe's in Puerto Rico. He's on vacation. Look at this. I, I haven't left this desk. I've been writing the whole time. I haven't gone to the, the, the panaderia that Nico's friend owns that I need to go to. And, but if I finish a story today, I'm headed to the beach all weekend. I'm, I'm cutting out after this weekend, man. I'm going straight to the beach. So that's, that's the look. That's, I'm inspired by... What's ahead of me this weekend? Yeah, Felipe, you need to you need to work on your tan. You know, like I, I, know. I keep expecting you to be like glowing. <laughs> no man, you've been no, working man. way I mean, too think, hard. Well, F Felipe, I've got an invitation to go to the bakery that I sent you. I'm I'm gonna be in yeah. Puerto Rico tonight for a layover, and I leave tomorrow. But tomorrow morning, I'm gonna be at the bakery. So, uh, be there or be square. Wow. Ooh, all right. Hey, I mean, I'll be about an hour. I'll be in Rio Mar. I'm going to be at the, I think it's the east coast of the island. But oh, you if fancy, I'm around, huh? I'll meet you there, man. I'll meet you there. Well, he's been on the messy beat for so long. I know, exactly. There's been a lot going on in Miami. Uh, Felipe, we appreciate all the hard work that you have been been putting in. Um, but can you uh, can you kind of help us out with this with Liga MX? Because it feels like their season just ended. But for a lot of people that, that don't know, there's, there's sort of two parts to this season, the Apertura and the Clausura. Can you explain why they have set it up this way? Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of a, a classic setup uh, in, in South America and in Latin America, essentially. But I think that the one thing to, to, re to remember about Mexico is uh, now there's three champions. So, yes, you have the Apertura champion, you have the Clausura champion. Remember, Tigres just won the Clausura championship over Chivas in that, in that big final. But Monterrey before that was already crowned the points champion. So it's like the supporter shield of Liga MX. Uh, so there's so far in, in one calendar year, there's two champions already, Monterrey and Tigres. And now we're moving into the Apertura championship as you, as you guys mentioned right away. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there's going to be potentially another champion unless Tigres can repeat. And so at the end of the calendar year, at the end of the year, end December, there should be three champions unless one team wins several of, of those titles. But I know it's confusing. I every When I got the note last night, this is what we're talking about. I had to study. <laughs> that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I always go back. I'm like, hold on a second. What's going on in Mexico? Because it does seem like they don't they don't take a break. And this year is even more unique because they will take a break for Leagues Cup. 
So, Felipe, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the teams in the final, because Tigres, usually in Mexico, they, they have this term called campeonitis, which is mm. essentially the championship hangover. But I like it better in Spanish because campeonitis implies that there's a disease okay. brewing <laughs> underneath. <laughs> so you, you've got it's Tigres. It's like senioritis <laughs> when you're in Right, seniorities. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, you've got Tigres that is always a contender, but they might have that campeonitis to start the Liga MX season. And then you have Chivas that has a point to prove, and there's already been links with Eric Gutierrez coming home from PSV to go play for Chivas, and Alan Pulido, possibly. So Fernando Hierro, the Real Madrid and Spain legend, who's the sporting director of Chivas, uh, pulling some strings early on to try to make them once again uh, a finalist and possibly a champion. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think there's always that the the potential for the you know the the reigning champion to, to start slow or to have a bit of a a drop off. I, I don't think Tigres will. That'll happen with Tigres again. We, that's one of those clubs. I I brought it up a lot on the show. Like, do they need to to to, to change the roster a bit? They are getting a bit old. But every time you think that they're out of it. Uh, look what happens. They, they win the title. And so I'm not going to count them out. I think they're going to be OK. Uh, they do have a target on their back and, and, and that that affects teams uh, all the same. But you mentioned Chivas and all these players coming back. You know, Guti, he's, he's at PSV. You know, he came out of Pachuca, though. Uh, but, you know, going to Chivas is like going home to one of the biggest clubs in the country. And, and I do expect there to be big news eventually in Guadalajara out of Chivas because there's a bunch of former players that that could be free to go back very soon and some of them are in Major League Soccer right now you got Carlos Vela I don't think he'll ever play for another Mexican team that's not Chivas you know Chicharito before his knee injury I, I had him heading back to Mexico after this season now you know we're not sure what his career looks like but that's another guy that came out of Chivas and then Alan Pulido again that's another player that I think I, I do believe Chivas has their eye on seriously so Chivas could be making that move to stay at the top, uh, but I, I still think they have a lot to prove. Yes, they got to the final, but can they do it in back-to-back -back seasons? It's, it's going to be interesting. I think that th this first weekend, you know, just looking at who they're facing, uh, it, it's a good it's a good test. I think they've got to start strong before because Chivas is one of those teams that the, they they lose the first weekend and the sky starts falling. Let's take a step back from the two finalists from last year and just look at Liga MX as a whole from a transfer standpoint and change standpoint. What changes have you seen both personnel and coaches wise in the league since the clausura, if you will? All right. Now, now, now you're really testing what I studied. Last <laughs> now. Right, let's go. Uh, no, seriously, there's there's way too many moves from the player side to even mention. Like I was going through the moves already and it was like every team had at least four or five players coming out, players coming in. Uh, but I think I can note I can note some some big ones like Kevin Alvarez, who's the a hmm. right back out of Pachuca. I covered him uh, up close at the World Cup. He was there from with Mexico, young right back, very attacking. And he was again, this is one of those players that was projected to go to Europe. Instead, he's moved to Club America. That's and it the was problem. A sort of big money mm -hmm. move. That's the problem. Exactly. Club America can just they're, they're the ones competing with the big uh, European moves. And, and that's the thing about Liga MX. That's why there's so many players moving because they have a robust internal uh, trade market, if you will. And so uh, or transfer market. And so that that's one move that I thought was interesting uh, on the coaches. I love talking about coaches, man. You guys had Pat Noonan. I, I, I think Pat Noonan, he, he's too humble. I think he's a great coach. And you didn't ask him, but he's going to face Tata Martino in, US, in the U.S. Open Cup. So that'll be interesting, too. Um, but 
again, in Mexico, the big name coaches have, have moved around as well. And you, you had Tano, Tano Ortiz that, that left Club America. Now he's at Monterrey. Uh, Club America tried to get Greg Berhalter, who, oh my gosh, if Greg Berhalter would have been the coach, I would probably be taking this call from Mexico City because it would have been just way too much content. But instead, they went with the Atletico San Luis manager, a Brazilian, Andre Jardine, uh, who won gold with Brazil at the Tokyo Olympics. So this is a young, up-and-coming coach that just got the biggest job of his life. So that's one to, to watch as well. And then, uh, you know, Nico, you know this guy very well, Mohamed, Tuco Mohamed. Uh, he, he's back in Mexico after being in Brazil with Atletico Mineiro. He's going to Pumas, so that's a big yep. club and a big, a big job one. for him too. So, again, the 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 coaches in Mexico are always big personalities, and and they always move around at the end of the season. So that's another one to watch for. All right, so Felipe, all things considered, who would you say are the favorites heading into um, the Apertura? It's, I think it's still the same guys. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about Mexico. It's it's going to be Tigres. It's going to be Monterrey. Monterrey, I think, has a lot to prove. Uh, and with Tano Ortiz, I think they've they've really. They, I think they may have hit a home run there. A guy that probably wants to prove to everybody that, uh, you know, he shouldn't have left Club America. Hmm. They didn't win the league, and that that'll that'll get you out of that seat. Uh, but I think they're going to be really good. And then Chivas, of course, I think they have a lot to prove. You know, Santos Laguna is one of those teams that I've covered them a lot because they have a lot of young players. I've, I've, I've looked into their academy. I've written stories about how they bring homegrown players up. They added a player, a Colombian named Duvan Vergara, who I know very well is a very tricky dribbler. He just had a knee injury, though, but he moved from Monterrey, didn't really get going because of a knee injury. I think they've reloaded a little bit, too. And then, of course, Leon, you know, Leon, they're in the CONCACAF. Uh, they've won the CONCACAF Champions League. They're headed to the Club World Cup. And I do believe, again, I think they have one of the best coaches in the league. I've got a, ba a bad man crush on Nicolas Larcamon. That guy can Ooh. coach. And, and they, 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 have a, they have a lot to, to prove as well. I like Leon. I think they're going to try to to prove that not only are they can they win regionally, but uh, you know they were upset at the end of that, that league by Atletico San Luis. So I think they have a lot to prove as well. Great stuff. All right, Felipe, before we let you go, I have one more very pressing and important question for you, and that is who wore it best? Let's oh, put yes, it up. Yes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, boy. Similar <laughs> styles. Wow. This looks like a like the start of a buddy cop movie. It really you know, does. like wow. this what is a your good tandem. cop, bad cop. What exactly. a tandem. What campaign were you shooting that for? <laughs> I, 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 I even the Balenciaga. We've been doing this show. He's got the button. Too many times. So he got like hair little tufts of hair. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot which is the. I forgot what the bit was for. Yeah, when did you put those on? I, I don't know. <laughs> Felipe, Are you sure who's it was a bit? Who's good cop? Who's bad cop? Uh, Felipe is easily good cop. <laughs> yeah, from those pictures, I mean, I looked like good cop. You looked like bad cop. Mm -hmm. I don't know, mm. but... I think I'm going to yeah. be obnoxious cop. It's the, it's the, it's the Facebook app. <laughs> well, Can we confirm that after the <laughs> uh, Felipe, go, uh, keep the sunglasses on and go outside, would you, please? Okay. Do us all Listen, a favor. I honestly do have another messy story to turn in. It's going to be great, though. And mm. then once that's, that, once that's filed... Man, at wow. what time's your yes. deadline? <laughs> yes, look at, at that. At what time's your deadline? End of day, end of day. But it's London time, so they're going to be hollering soon. A so big time, we'll yeah. See. All right, get cracking. Uh, Felipe, we appreciate you. 
Thanks for checking in. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys, we are going to take a break. Uh, plenty more to come on Morning Footy. When we return, don't go anywhere. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Quick bit of news for you on a uh, Thursday morning. Uh, I just got a job at CVS. Little pro tip out there for anybody starting a new job. Uh, don't screw up the announcement. It's not a good way to start your first day on the job, especially if that job is at a global network with millions and millions of viewers, hundreds of Emmys. It's, you just want to start off on a better foot. I will be working at CBS this fall. He was on the hat the whole time. I really should have known. Um, but I am extremely excited to be joining JB, Coach, Boomer, Phil, and Nate. Uh, talk a little NFL this fall, talk a little life, have a global platform to make fun of my brothers on. It really is uh, a great opportunity. I'm very much looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to talking NFL with all you fans this fall and hopefully giving you some knowledge, giving you a little experience, and maybe some laughs along the way. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to join CBS Let's have ourselves some fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Welcome, JJ Watt, to the CBS family. We are delighted. I think, I mean, it's only natural that he should come on Morning Footy. He now owns Burnley, mm -hmm. our part owner So Burnley. Now that he's calling soccer football, JJ, you better call. Here's my camera. Oh. JJ, you better call <laughs> the sport. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, where are we going? <laughs> the sport that you're working in, you should now call that American football. For oh, this yeah. yeah, you have to right? differentiate. This is football. That's American football. You have to differentiate. It's true. JJ? Wait, so did he call? Wait, he said CV, CVS, like the... Pharmacy? pharmacy? He's trying to get discount yeah, pharmaceuticals. Like pharmacy. I love CVS. Look, hey. He got it right the second time. I think having the hat on his head. No. JJ, you come on Morning Footy, we will set you right. 100%. Carrot what a team. get for CBS. This is very yeah. exciting. No, he's, he's, uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful guy um, and also a huge fan of soccer. So it, yeah. it bodes well. 
for us over here. Um, Allie, you've got some more headlines for us, don't you? I do. They are the length of a CVS receipt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know they put the coupons Expert on the back. Oh, I know they put the coupons on the back. Your girl loves a coupon. Just uh, same just here. Say. And, uh, <laughs> CVS have to be thrilled with that little fluff there. But yeah. JJ, get used to it. That's working in TV, baby. We're going to have a lot more of those, I can assure you. Let's hope I don't have any as we get through these headlines. Um, but we start with some schedule releases. The Bundesliga 2023 and 2024 match schedule has been announced with match day one of the league's 61st season kicking off August 8th through the 10th. Plan your travel and your schedules accordingly for some of these notable fixtures. Bundesliga giants Bayern Munich will take on RB Leipzig at the end of September. And Bayern will also take on last year's league runners-up Dortmund in the first weekend of November. And then again at the end of March. And the season wraps on May 18th, 2024. And the Scottish Premier League have released their schedule as well for the upcoming season. It will kick off on August 5th and include the defending champs Celtic starting their title defense against Ross County. Celtic and Rangers will play three times throughout the campaign with the first edition of the Old Firm being on September 3rd. The season will conclude on May 19th. And in player transfer news, Chelsea midfielder Mason Mount is expected to make a move to Manchester United in a reported $75 million transfer. Arsenal, Liverpool, and Bayern Munich were all reportedly interested in signing Mount, who is out of contract at Chelsea next year. And guys, if completed, Mount would be the sixth Chelsea player to officially depart with more expected to come. And as we continue to track Americans on the move, AC Milan are reportedly in talks of signing USMNT midfielder Yunus Musa from Valencia. An important note, Musa holds an Italian passport, meaning he would not take up another non-EU registration slot in Milan's transfers this season. Musa started every game of the 2022 World Cup for the U.S. and for Valencia has featured in over 100 games and has five goals over the last three seasons. And he could be joined by his uh, former or his fellow teammate on the U.S. national team, Kristen Pulisic, who AC Milan are also reportedly interested in signing. And a story we've been following all morning here on Morning Footy, PSG head coach Christophe Galtier and his son were arrested for questioning following allegations of racist and Islamophobic remarks made during his time as head coach of Nice during the 2021-22 season. The original allegations came out in April when a former Nice executive leaked an email where the executive claimed Galtier said the club had, quote, too many black and Muslim players and asked Muslim players not to fast during Ramadan. Reports are that Galtier is to be fired from his position at PSG in the coming days. Christine, just, whew. It's a lot, isn't it's it? It's a lot. It's, I know when this story initially broke, I believe they had framed it contextually as, you know, these were words that were exchanged in the essence of, oh, I'm losing so many of these black and Muslim players to AFCON and other competitions and pulling them out of slots when I, it's the worst timing ever. Irrespective of that, it just is wild that we're having this conversation in any relevant modern time, especially given that this, this sport of ours that we know and love is a, a global sport. It just, I can't, I kind of can't wrap my head around even putting pen to paper with respect to that or even having the thought because the amount of humanity that's just built into world football, if you take that out, we, we don't have even a mm -hmm. fraction of the sport that we know and love. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's horrendous and the allegations are, are much, much worse than, you know, they seem from the surface. He told some players he was urging them not to fast during Ramadan. Ugh. Yeah. It just... 
this bugs me so much. And it bugs me on a footballing aspect because I became a big Gautier fan. What he did with Lille, that miracle run to win league uh, and to find something like this out, it's really disappointing, but it's also disgusting. Mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of AFCON soccer. I've played in the AFCON tournament and the qualification, and it just it screams on so many different levels the ignorance of his comments, but also just the disrespect to African soccer in Europe still prevails. And I, I just, I hope nothing but the harshest of sanctions for him. <laughs> what like, he what's he getting at in Ligue 1? Like yeah. some of the best players at, and a, a great handful. I don't, I don't know if even the majority of the players in Ligue 1 are black and Muslim. Like, come on. It's ignorance to the nth degree. It is. It's like if you don't want to play with black and Muslim players in Ligue 1, you're going to have teams with four players on them. I, this, like, this reminds me of a sentiment when the French national team going into the 2018 World Cup and that sentiment of, well, the national team is a bunch of black players or black players who have African descendants and may not be reflecting of what the French national team once was. They're every bit as French yeah. as their white counterparts. And I, this, I'm disgusted by the sentiments of racism and racist phobia that still remain throughout European soccer. We've seen it in Syria, and this is another example of it in Europe. La it's, Liga as well. It's, unfortunately, it's, it seems to be everywhere, and it's disgusting, and, and there's no place for it here. You can reel those stereotypes back and that narrative yeah. To, yeah. back to the 98 team. They called that 98 team Bleu Blanc Peur, which is, uh, excuse, well, anyway, they, they, they called Black Arab White. It was, mm. that was like the, how they framed that, that uh, national team. I wish we didn't have to keep having these conversations. Unfortunately, Alas, we, we have to carry them well, until yeah. there's no longer any need to speak uh, of them. Yeah. So here all right. we are. Um, well, good riddance to him. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. Uh, more to come on Morning Footy when we come back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Here's a look at your weekend footy fix. Today, we've got uh, some... Four matches to look forward to. We've got uh, the Gold Cup, Martinique, Panama, El Salvador versus Costa Rica. Both of those matches on FS1. We also have some Liga MX action, Club America versus Juarez. And, uh, oh, look at this, Pacific FC versus Atletica. Exclusively? Ottawa. Because of Alexis there is <laughs> that, Canadian. I know. I, I, was, I think that's the first time we've ever had the Canadian League on our footy mm-hmm. fix. Um, and then on Saturday, Georgia versus Israel in that U21 Euro competition, 12 p.m. Eastern. That's right here on the Galazzo Network. Um, that Cincinnati-New England match, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. That is on MLS Season Pass on Apple. And then let's switch it up to Sunday. We've got England, Portugal, 12 p.m. Eastern on Galazzo Network. Um, Atlanta hosting Philadelphia Union, 4 p.m. on Apple. We also have that uh, Gotham Angel City match at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that on Galazzo and Paramount Plus and uh, USA Trinidad and Tobago. 7 p.m., FS1, Gold Cup, lots of soccer. Lots of soccer to look forward to this weekend. If we had to pick one match to watch, what would it be quickly? Uh, Morocco, Italy, okay. women's friendly. Woo! 
Mm, Hello. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Italy's an Argentina's group, and Morocco's a You're finalist. You're also the, women's <laughs> an official ambassador to uh, the Moroccan Tourism Board. He really is. I am all in, if you couldn't tell, by my enthusiasm with Pat Noonan. I'm all in on the Cincy Revs matchup. Love it. USA, baby. Yay! Let's Keep go. I'm USA. going Georgia-Israel. Uh, thank you for joining us all week, thank Michael, you. Christine. Yeah. A delight to have you. Guys, have a fabulous weekend. Thanks for tuning in. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.